talk like this the whole day. Just because I like to be funny. Ah. Alright, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have an icebreaker. And some of you may know this game and some of you may not. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get everybody to come up here. Because we're all gonna get a circle. Everybody's participating. So don't beat yourselves down while you're on your way up here. All the, you know, one at a time, come up here. Don't, don't, watch out, watch out, you don't run over somebody, watch out, don't run over anybody, like, come on, watch out. What do we do? You just come up to the front, that's all. I said get up here, run out. We're looking around like... We're gonna, we're gonna get in a circle, we're gonna play the dancing game, who knows the game, the dancing game. Alright. Lawrence, put it down just a little tiny bit. Okay guys, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get in a circle. And then we're gonna choose one person to leave. They're gonna go back there in the foyer without peeking or anything. Okay. Okay. She's like, I'm out here. Okay. So the music's gonna play. We're gonna pick one person to shift dancing. Like, you know, they're gonna do some stuff like this. Or, you know, they're gonna jump up and down. But we all have to follow that one person we choose in the circle. When the person that's out there comes back, when we call her back, they're gonna stand here in the middle and they have to figure out who's the one that's changing the dance moves. Okay? So, our job is not to make it obvious. Y'all do that? Yeah. So, Carmen, she, uh, Carmen volunteered. Give it up for Carmen.
I want to say right. that was cardio for the week. If you guys didn't do cardio, that was cardio. That was, uh, let's get this party started, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> all right, all right, listen, we're, we're kind of a family here, so let's try to sit together. Girls, maybe move more down this road and stay in the middle, just like these gentlemen are. So move in a little bit more this way. You know, we love each other in this place. Our vision is to love God and love people. Okay, how many of you enjoyed that game? It's fun. All right, all how right. How many arms right. are tired? Yeah, moms are sore, man. Now we're going to hold our arms up for about 10 minutes. No, yeah. just kidding. Extra cardio, man. So. All right, so our vision is loving God, loving people. Um, that's one of the commandments of the, of the Lord, you know. That's the main one. He says to love God and love people. And by doing that, we have a strategy, which is... Connect, mentor, and send. We connect. <laughs> I'm like out of breath. <laughs> all right, all right. So we connect people to the cross. We mentor them through the Bible. We talk to them about the word. Get, you know, let them know that how much God loves them, what the word means. The word is powerful and it moves. Um, and then we send them out. So we, after that, we have a goal that's uh, to raise up 100,000 disciples in Chicago. Can I get a what, what for that? Right. What, what? And then uh, 50 churches in Chicago, and then uh, 500 churches around the world. So we want to make that possible. Life groups this Tuesday, 6 p.m. at Pastor Adam's house. How many have been enjoying life groups? Put a show of hands. Is it awesome? I haven't been yet. I feel ashamed for myself. You know, I'm working. I'm sorry. I do apologize. One day I'm going to have to ditch work, be stoned, and then go to... Uh, to life groups, amen. But um, everybody's enjoying life groups. Awesome, man. So if you guys don't have uh, Pastor Adam's phone number, please write it down. Put it in your number. Put alarms on your phone. 3 a.m. Send him a message. 4 a.m. Send him a text. You know what I mean? Let him know you love him, amen. Order your coffee because right. at that time he's working. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then we got the 101. That's where uh, you have a leader who just comes and goes through the Bible and through a one-on-one book with you and just um, tries to, you know, get you discipled. Because we believe what God says, where he says, go into all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And that is discipleship, to go out and do that. He wants every single one of us to do that in our daily lives, work, school, whatever it is, homes, whatever it is. And we can move on. Camp. How many is excited about camp? Woo! We got to get more hype than that, man. How many is excited for camp? Woo you get to get out of the big city, go into the somewhat yes. country life where you got all the mosquitoes, all the flies. That don't even sound right. But, I mean, you're out of Chicago, you're out of the city, you're able to look at more stars, you know what I mean, and really enjoy your environment with God. Amen? How many want to go to the next level in Jesus? Amen. With a show of hands, we got about two people. That's awesome, man. Come on, you know come I mean? on. <laughs> but it's going to be an awesome time. You know, I will continue to pray and that, uh, that God will provide to make way for camp. Amen? That's right. And moving on is... We got our video.
Was that it? Alright, All right, I guess we gotta finish it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, was that tuna or was that like cat food? Oh, that was spam. spam. Oh, that's okay. even worse. Uh, awesome, man. Well, that's camp, hey, man. That is camp. It looks exciting. It looks like a lot of fun. And, uh, man, I wish I could go to that, too. I know. Man, All right, guys, man. so this is the deal. If you guys could get in $100 by May 31st, before June 1st, the price is uh, $200. But if you do not get it by um, May 31st, you could get it in by June 14th. It's a regular price of 225 So yes. this is happening in July 15th, four days. Go out there, have a blast, be a kid, because that's what we are, you know, me too. I'm a kid on Fridays, if y'all didn't know. And just have a blast and get into the presence of God. So this, I would, you know, like... Ask your parents, pray for God to provide. Believe me, you ask and you shall receive. That's what the Lord says. You have not because you ask not. So let's ask the Lord to bless us for this time so y'all can get out there and get rocked by Jesus, okay? Any questions you guys have, please see Christina after service. And you guys know who Christina is, right? She's the one with the swag. Seen her over here. All right, all right. Moving on, our tithes and offerings. 
Archers, we do believe in uh, 10% of your income. Um, whatever you offer to God after your time. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Um, a tithe is 10% of your income. Amen? And uh, and that's what we believe in in God. That's, the, that's one of the only times that God would say, test me on this and that he will bless you. Amen? I actually have a testimony on that right now. Yes. Um, I've been out of work since January, since January 25th, and I haven't worked since it's already been five months, okay? And I have not lacked nothing. I have not lacked anything. I mean, my rent has been paid. My bills have been paid. My kids need something. They got it. Anything. I'm talking about, I mean, you know, I don't want to be a millionaire either, but I have gotten by just, just enough. So that's just from tithing. Even when I have $10 in my pockets, 10% of that goes to the Lord. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have what I have right now. So for a whole year and a half, the Lord has provided for me just as much as I've been faithful to my tithing. So I'm telling you guys, test him in that, and you will see the Lord provide for you as well. Amen. Amen. That's awesome, man. Can I stand up so we can look at this 10% of 1500 <laughs> Yes. What is 10% of 1500 $150, man. Awesome, man. All right. So we got some mathematicians in here, man. That's awesome. All right. So on the count of three, we're going to say this uh, this verse. <coughs> then we're going to pray and give the tithes. Amen. One, two, three. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. All right. Uh, let's just bow our heads so we can pray. Father God, I just thank you for this time. Lord God, I pray that at this time, Lord, um, we will come and faithfully just tithe to you and give you offering, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that with that, God, you will you said to test you, Lord. So we're testing you now, and that you will provide, Lord God, that you will show up in our lives financially, God. That for those who are ready to work, God, that you will bring jobs for them, and we work for them around the school schedule. For the families in the household, God, I pray that you would provide for them financially, Lord God, that they would be stable, where there would be no worries, Lord God, and that you would teach us, Lord, how to give and not to be greedy, God, that you would break the greed off our hearts, Lord God, and that we may. Um, give on to you as you give on to me. You guys can start making your way up. For worship. You guys can start making your way up to worship.
see if you guys, let's see the, the, the type of moves y'all got. Okay, so let's, uh, who knows how to dozy dope? Can I see you dozy dope? Dozy dope. Let me see you dozy dope. Grab a partner. Okay, there we go. Come on, can you two come up in the front, please? Can I get Ricky and Alex to come to the front? Guys, come to the center real quick. Show them how it's done. Show them how it's done. Stand right there. Show them how it's done. Seriously, guys, it's not that hard. Let me, Tina, can I see you do that, please? Can I see? You? Oh, come on, there we go, there we go. It's not that hard. All right, so you saw, you saw what happened, right? So, so when we start working, right? I want y'all to get just as crunk, all right? Can you say crunk? Do we even say crunk anymore? Is that an old school thing? I mean, is that too old? Okay, so it's not crunk. What is it now for y'all youngins? What y'all say? That's what. What do you guys say? Come on, give me some. Let's get it what? Okay, they call it getting it really real. So in worship today, I want you to get it really real. Can you come and say that for me, Alice? Can you say that the right way? Because I mean, I say crunk. Okay, you come and say that. We want to know, bro. We want to know. What is it called? really real. Can you say that with a little more enthusiasm? Come on, we gotta say it like y'all say it. You know, cause when I used to say, it, I'd be like, we get crunk, man. We gonna get crunk, all right? But he ain't really saying it like y'all would say it. Can you say it for real? Let's get really real, you guys. <laughs> all right, guys. And can you do that? Can you mimic? All right, guys. All right. So y'all are gonna get really real, okay? Just say it to yourself, really real. And do the little arm thing. <laughs> really real. And I'm going to stay with my crunk. We're going to get crunk. So those of y'all who know crunk, we're going to get crunk. All right? <laughs> we're going to get crunk. What was that? That's a new one. Gucci. Isn't that something y'all wear? Gucci. <laughs> Anyways, enough of my shenanigans. Who's ready for worship? Everybody, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Some say they seen the Lord. Test one, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Y'all ready to worship Jesus tonight? One, two. This first song is called Go. Can somebody say go? Can I get a little bit more juice on the guitar for me, please? Just a little bit more volume on the guitar. There it is. Hallelujah. Amen. The whole purpose of this time of worship, guys, amen, is not so you guys can be America's next top idol, right? That's not what it is for. But listen, the purpose where we're here and we're singing these songs is, is, is Jesus. He's the object of our praise. Okay, so from the fast song, when you guys are laughing, running, jumping, even to the last song where tears are coming out and then the boogers coming out the nose and you're just like, Jesus, the whole purpose is for Jesus. Amen. We're praising him. So I want you guys to do me a favor and just close your eyes. Okay, just try to be mindful of Jesus. So I'm going to help you out. So close your eyes in this place. All right. It's pretty dark. You can't see anything. Okay. Right. 
And, and I just want you to start thinking about Jesus. Whatever, whatever thought, whatever idea, whatever picture comes in your mind, just start thinking about Jesus. Amen. And then I want you to say, man, you know what, right now in my heart, you can decide right now in your heart that I'm going to give him the highest praise. Come on, let us start in your heart. Before we sing any song tonight, before we do anything else, let's say right now in our hearts, we are giving you praise, God. Every person in this place. Come on, we give you the highest praise, oh Lord. sing I almost forgot the words Here we go. we're giving it all away away we're giving it all to go away we're giving it all away away we're giving it all to go away, and away we're singing. Let me sing in the Father. In the Father, there is freedom. There is hope in the name that is Jesus. Lay your life down and give it all now. We have found the love of a Savior. We've come alive in you, set free to show the truth, and our lives will never be the same. We're singing out, we're giving. We're giving it all away, away. We're giving it all to go away. We're singing again, we're giving. We're giving it all away, away. We're giving it all to go your way. And do what? Come on and clap. Here we go. We are sold out. We are sold out to your calling. Everything that we are for your glory. We'll take our hearts now and have it all now. We are found in the love. Come on, sing it out. We come alive in you, set free to show the truth. All lies will never be the same. We sing, we're giving, we're giving it all away, away. We're giving it all to go away. Oh, we're giving. We're giving it all away, away. We're giving it all to go away and away. Come on and clap loud. Well, just the voices we're giving. We're giving it all away. We'll sing it out. Away, away. We're giving it all to go away. And away we're singing. 
We're singing for you. Oh, come on, sing it out. We give it to you, Lord. Hallelujah. I was praising so hard, one of the strings popped. Come on, just close your eyes right now. Come on. Just give him praise in this place. Come on, have a hand clap of praise to Jesus. Come on. What happens when the worship leader pops a guitar string and the battery's almost going out? It really means that Jesus is going to move tonight. <laughs> Just remember that in life, things probably won't go as planned. Amen? But Jesus knew that string was going to pop. He did knew. Amen? And so in this time and this place, guys, even though I am tuning this guitar, I just want you guys to just focus on Jesus right now. This may seem a little distracting for you, but for right now, I just want you guys to just put your eyes on Jesus. Come on. It's the reason why we're here. We didn't come here to sing the loudest song so we can just run around, jump around. We come here for Jesus. And, and I want you right now just in your hearts, just, to, just let praise come from your hearts. Amen. And as it comes from your heart, let it out your mouth about how so good he is. Amen. He's such a good God. And I pray that in this time, this night, that you would experience, that you would encounter God's love. Every person here, whether it's your first time, come on, whether it's your fifth, whether it's been your fourth year here, I want you to just come closer to Jesus because there's so much more. There's so much more. So right now, God, we draw in closer and closer to you. Come and have your way, oh God. Don't stop, don't stop. Come on. God, we worship you in this place, oh Lord. Father, we're not going to let a, a dead battery and a broken guitar string stop our praise, God. We come before you with our hearts and with our mouths and with our songs, God. This next song is actually perfect for what's happening right now. It's actually called uh, The Heart of Worship. And the first line, go ahead and read it, when the music fades. <laughs> when the guitar string pops, come on.
people, let's sing it out to the best we can. Come on. When the music fades. When the music fades and all is stripped away and I simply come from longing just to bring longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart come on sing it again when the music fades when the music fades and all is stripped away and I simply come longing just to bring Longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart. Come on, I'll bring. I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper. You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart Every voice, I'm coming back And I'm coming back to the heart of worship Where it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. Come on, King of Endless Word. King of Endless Word. No one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak. And though I'm weak and poor. And all I have is yours. Every single breath, I'll give you more than a song. I'll give you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. Come on, you search. Will you search much deeper within? Or through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. See, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made. For it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the 
Everything I made it's all about you. It's all about you. Come on, when the music fades. When the music fades. And all, come on, just a voice, sing it out. And I simply come longing just to bring. Longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. Come on, lift your hands, you search. You search my deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart Oh, sing, I'm coming back, every voice I'm coming back to the heart of worship It's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it When it's all about you It's all about you Come sing it out I'm coming back to the heart of worship Where it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. Where it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. This next song is talking about God and just his face. And this will be the last song we're going to sing in the night. And I want you guys just to listen to just really quickly before we sing this next song. Amen. God is good. This next song is called The Light of Your Face. Amen. And God put this on my heart to talk about his face. And I'm going to tie it into what today with my the sermon um, God has been putting on my heart. And um, as we sing this song... This is what I want you to do. Just, if you can see Jesus' face on you, what, what would that look like? How would Jesus look at you? Some of us come in this place, and man, there may be some things we do, and we're like, man, dude, I am so messed up right now. My heart, man, I don't love God, and I've been putting things before him. And sometimes even that impression of how God is looking at us kind of gets us to go one of these, like, uh, I don't know if I can raise hand, and we put our hands in our pocket. We feel really awkward, like you're not invited, like this is his house, and just like, you don't love me because this entire week you haven't been loving me. And when you get to my house, you just want to pretend like you love me. And sometimes we feel like that. And the enemy will so want to take you away from worship and what God has to do in this place. And I just want to read to you quickly before we move on, sing this song, The Words. It says, O Lord, bless me and keep me. Cause your face to shine on me. Lord, be gracious. Lift the light of your countenance. Give me peace. For I live only to see your face, so shine on me. And it is a part that goes, let the light of your face shine down on my heart and let me feel it. Anybody in this place want to feel God's goodness? 
Anybody who wants to like stop doubting and say, man, I don't want to have to doubt it. I don't wonder if he's mad at me, he's upset, if he just wants me to leave right now, or if he's like, man, you know what, you stink at Christianity. I want to know what he feels. And I'm going to tell you right now, here's a spoiler alert to today's sermon. He loves you. And he's smiling down in you from heaven. So right now with that attitude and saying, man, God, you're so good. Can we just lift our hands as a sign of surrender in this place? Man, we don't deserve his love. Man, man, but he freely gives it to us. He freely gives it to us. Oh, Lord, you freely give it to us. Come on, sing, oh, Lord. We sing it out to you, Lord. We sing it out to you. Oh, Lord, bless me. Oh, Lord, bless me. And keep me. Cause your face to shine on me. Lord, be gracious, lift the light of your countenance, give me peace. Come on, sing, oh Lord, bless me, oh Lord, bless me, and keep me, cause your face to shine on me. Lord, be gracious at the light of your countenance. Give me peace. For I live. For I live only to see your face. So shine on me. For I live only to see your face, to shine on me, O Lord. O Lord, bless me, oh, and keep me, cause your face to shine on me. Lord, be gracious at the light of your countenance. Oh, give me peace. Come for I live. And for I live only to see your face to shine on me. For I live only to see your face, to shine on me. Come on, sing for I. And for I live only to see your face, to shine on me. For I, for I live only to see your face to shine on me and let the light of your face shine down on my heart 
in our hearts and our lives in this service Lord you've been so good to us you've been so good to us Jesus you're so good you're so good to us you're so good Father we pray that in this time God as we continue with this service God and all that we have planned Father, we pray that you will shine your face on us. That, God, we will see the face of Jesus Christ on our hearts, oh Lord. And we pray that that revelation, God, will take us to a place we haven't been before. Into your glory, into your presence, God. We honor you and we bless you in this place. Come and have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this place. Come on. And then you guys can do me the kind favor and begin to make your way back to your seat for me, please. Hallelujah, we made it.
many, many men. Test one, two, three. Hallelujah. I mean, we're going to turn the lights in this place. Amen. When things don't go as planned. Hello. Anybody ever have things that don't go as planned as how you thought they were going to happen? How you imagined it? I imagined when I came here today that, man, everything was going to go perfect. That I didn't imagine guitar strings popping. I imagined this, that I would come in, the place would be filled, fireworks be going down, angels be flapping, clapping their hands, people getting, like, slain in the spirit. I mean, crazy things with Jesus. But if they don't go as planned, <laughs> God is still in control. Amen? You always got to remember that, that even though things may seem awkward and weird, he is still God. Amen? And his power is still present, and he has a purpose for you in this sermon in this, in this time. So what I want to do, I want to open up with prayer. We're going to get into the word, and I'm going to call up some volunteers. You guys don't know this, but I'm going to call you guys up a little bit. So let's just pray. Don't get worried. Don't get scared. Let's just pray, and let's just think about Jesus. Jesus, you're so good to us. God, you have awesome things planned for us. And God, sometimes it's hard to believe that, but God, even now, as we pray, as we seek your face, as you reveal to us who you are, God, we pray that anything that hindering or that hinders our thoughts and, and hinders our the way we see you, God, that you would take those out and that, God, you would speak directly to our hearts. Holy Spirit, bring the power of Jesus to our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody said, Hallelujah. Amen. Um, today, I wanted to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about Jesus and how Jesus sees you. Uh, but before I do that, I, I kind of want to go over some things and um, kind of go over this. Like, it was interesting. I was reading up and studying for my sermon today. And... Um, you know, I, I noticed that a lot of us here in this, in this church are Hispanic. Hallelujah. And a lot of us talk with our face. You know what I mean? You can tell how somebody is doing by looking at their face. If someone is having a good day, they're smiling. Like, man, you know what? Someone just got in a relationship. Like, they got a girlfriend. Like, man, what's wrong with you? I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I got a girlfriend. Woo! I got a girlfriend, or someone's having a bad day, like, what happened? You can tell, right? The kind of term is like they wear their emotions on their sleeve, and, and, and this is interesting to know that there is called a joy factor. Somebody say joy factor. Not the X factor, but the joy factor. And this is interesting that children at a very young age learn joy, learn happiness from the countenance of their parents. I found that interesting. I love children. I love babies. I'm the self-proclaimed uncle of all the children here at Metro Praise International. After a Sunday morning service, I'm around the babies and playing with them. And sometimes, if you guys ever ran around babies, you do some of the craziest faces in the world. Like, babies can get you to look super silly. You know what I mean? When you're with the baby and it's just like newborn, like... <laughs> And literally, that's not even the worst. Some of you guys take it to the It's just like, what is going on? But then the baby begins to crack a smile. like, And then as soon as you know it's about you, keep on going. It's just crazy. And I'm pointing to everybody here who's ever done that before. Anybody guilty of making faces around babies? It happens. And the crazy thing is children at an early age get to know what joy is and happiness from the countenance of their parents. 
They learn that. And I want to talk to you today about God's countenance towards you. I think that's a big thing for us to know in the church. Because many of the times we can act and we can do church ministry as if God is upset with us. And, and I tell you, it's, it's very crippling for a Christian because, man, when we get saved, we got the tears. I mean, Jesus saves us from our sin, whatever sin it can be. It doesn't matter if you're addicted to things, if you used to be an alcoholic, prostitute, you used to get into all these types of things, gangs, whatever it may be. There's no sin that God can't save you from. And when God saves you, it's just like, oh, my gosh, you got the revelation of his goodness, of his grace and his mercy. And then, you know what? As you continue to live the life, there's the reality of sin and flesh, and you sometimes fall into it. And then we get to a place where we're like, dang, man, I messed up. I should have known better. And you may shrug it off at first and be like, okay, I got this. And then you keep on getting back into old habit. It's just like, what in the world? And sometimes we think that God's face on us. He's in heaven like, what's wrong with you? Shouldn't you get it by now? You've been going to church for the last four years. Hello, you're the youth pastor. What's wrong with you? And you may get the impression that he's upset, that he's about ready to, like, spank you. I remember growing up, I had a Puerto Rican father, bless the Lord, and a Mexican mother that loved me very much. And there's a passage in the Bible that says, spare the rod, all the parents in place, spoil the child right and so my parents loved Jesus and they loved the word so growing up I was introduced to many forms of punishment many forms of discipline to name the one to name a couple um, um, extension cord <laughs> hello somebody um, uh, to name a few that chancla someone said it right I'm telling you that you can be around the corner you throw that thing ah it hurts it's the worst or how about this maybe the paddle Maybe the paddle, a wooden spoon. How about if you, got, if you were really bad, you got the rice treatment. You're just like on the floor and he's like, ah. Y'all don't even know in Puerto Rican. I shouldn't be telling on myself. But anyways, my parents loved me. And I knew, you know, that, man, you know what? I had to behave a certain way. You can't go crazy and do whatever you want because whenever you did that, you got in trouble. And parents were going to let you know. And if you were in a public setting where they couldn't bust out the paddle, what did they do? Wait till you get home, or even this. Sometimes they even just didn't say that, just gave you a look like. So that's what I want to do. I think this is cool. I'm going to have Carmen, I'm going to have Tito Lawrence, and I'm going to have Christina come on up to the stage for me, please. They didn't know I was going to do that, but give a hand clap for them as they come on up. I think this is going to be very interesting. All right, here we go. They didn't know this, but we're going to give each one their spotlight, okay? I mean, can we get these? No, it's okay. It's fine. All right, so here, here's what we're going to do. All right, so many of us have different parents, different upbringings, okay? White, Puerto Rican, Mexican, Scandinavian, the rest of the world right here, okay? So this, this is what I want you guys to do. Do me the kind favor. Growing up, you guys remember that face, Maybe you guys still get the face right here. These two right here. Okay. And so I want you guys to do me. We're going to go in order. Okay. I want you guys to give me the best phrase. So when you guys got in trouble, your parents gave you the look. Okay. That's what I want you to do. Here we go. And right, we're going to start with Lawrence. So, okay, you got to be, you got to be, you got to be chill. Okay. I'll cover his face. And then when I said count, count of three, you're going to get the look. So everybody's going to get the look that Lawrence basically grew up getting. Okay. 
One, two, three. Okay, we got the serious. It's like deep breathing. We got some deep breathing going on over there. Okay, okay, that's good. All right, here we go. Here we go. We got Tito. Okay, he has two faces. Look at you, you're blessed. Okay, just do the face. Okay, here we go. Getting sophisticated. You're getting really spanked. Okay, here we go. On the count of three, he's going to get the look that Tito got growing up. One, two, three. You got the, you know, you know, you know. That's the you know. You got to, so help me God in the you know. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Carmen. Okay, now the, the, this is a different dynamic. You can either do the look you got or the look that she gives. Here we go. It's the same. Praise the Lord. Puerto Rican mother, Puerto Rican daughter. Here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Oh. Oh. That hurts. Ah. That is trouble. It has a. That was an Italian mother. That is the worst when you got a smile and you're just like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's like, oh, it hurts even more. Here we go. The Swedish Norwegian. Here we go. She's getting into character. This is the look. Here we go. One, two, three. Ooh. Come on, give it up for them all. Give it up, give it up. The look. If we, if we can take the entire time, you remember the look. And some of you guys still get the look. <laughs> At 16, 17, like, what you say, boy? You know what I mean? And, and I, I do this as an illustration because, man, many of the times Christians or, or even us believers, we get the impression that, man, you know what? That's how God is in heaven. Easily frustrated. Man, like, what the heck's wrong with you? Like slap upside the head and about ready to like, you know what I mean? Like you're about to get in trouble. It's just like, here we go, hand on the belt. You know, it's like, it's, it's on. And, and, and I want to teach you guys something that's found in the word of God. If you can do me the favor and open up your Bibles to Isaiah 59. I would like to present to you today, to tell you today that God in heaven that his face, Jesus' face towards you is that he is smiling and that he is forever smiling on you. Amen? That right now, right now, at this very moment, God is in heaven and he's looking down with a smile on his face. How can I say that? Man, that's a very bold statement to make. Here he is. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus and, and talks about God. And even in the Old Testament, that God, whenever his face was on the people of Israel, it meant approval. It meant approval. And whenever the people of Israel were disobeying God, the Bible says that he turned his face because he could not approve of sin. Here it is. Isaiah 59, 2. It says it like this. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. The Bible clearly tells us that God cannot smile, that God cannot look at sin and be proud of it. So that it brings a dilemma in our hearts. 
Because many of us Christians, we fail. We got the issue of our flesh. We got the issue of temptation and sin. And when we mess up, man, we mess up. Sometimes we think like, man, God didn't want to forgive me now. Like, I'm a screw up. Like, literally, I keep on doing the same things every single week. And even unto our hearts, that becomes heavy. You're just thinking like, man, this does not work. And the impression we get of God is just like, dude, get away from me. Like, I gave you a chance. See you later. The Bible says, Isaiah 59, that our sins have hidden his face from us. The God's face represents approval. It represents his acceptance. And I tell you this night that you are always pleasing to God. Whoa. You're always pleasing to God. How can you say that? How can you make such a bold statement? Here it is. If you guys have your Bibles, come on, lift them up in the air. Even if it's the iPod, even if it's your phone, even if it's the old school, Biblia, pull it out. Here we go. Open up your Bibles to Isaiah 54. Here we go. We're getting into the Word of God and, and talking about God's face towards us. Because I believe if you guys get this here tonight, I mean, this is going to change your world. Man, God was putting this in my heart. And I'll tell you what, being a leader, being someone that stands in front of people, there's a lot of pressure. I'm just going to be honest. Like, for real, there's a lot of pressure. And I thought that, man, becoming a youth pastor, it was going to be the greatest thing. You just get to tell people what to do. <laughs> hey, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. I play guitar, you do this, you do this. I just thought, man, that's what it's going to be like. What? You know, and I was just thinking. And, and when you get to that place and just like, man, you know what? People are looking to my example. Or even yourselves, to a degree, being a Christian, going back to school. As soon as God, you get saved, you're just like, woo, you get excited. You go back to school, something's different about you. People begin to notice it. They notice the change. And there's a lot of pressure on you to go ahead and, and be saved in front of your friends. And sometimes the peer pressure takes you to a place where you don't want to go. And you compromise your Christianity. And we're just like, man, God, God ain't smiling at me now. Like, I'm ashamed of him. And, and he, he's, he's, he can't be happy right now. And I want to take you to Isaiah 54, prophetically speaking. Here it is. Isaiah 54, verse 8. It says it like this. I'm reading it from the New King James Version. It's a little bit more spiritual than y'all. But here it is. Y'all can still have it. Isaiah 54, verse 8. It says it like this. Speaking of an era or a time to come. Remember, this is prophetic. With a little wrath, I hid my face from you. For a moment, for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. What is God saying to us? What is God saying? This is a prophetic passage, and it's talking about a time to come. If you're in Bible college, a dispensation, an era that has not yet come, but it will come. And that time has come because of Jesus. It says that with a little wrath, I hid my face from you from a moment, for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord. Verse 9, for this is like the waters of Noah to me. As I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. 
Man, this is heavy right here, and this is deep. So this is what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to put on your thinking caps, okay? Let's do it symbolically, okay? You guys have a thinking cap in your hand, right? Come on, stick your hands out just like this. If you're awake with me, I want you guys to think because this is going to be heavy. Once you guys put the thinking cap on, y'all can think a little easier, all right? So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take the thinking cap, all right, and just go ahead and put it right on. Put it right on. Hallelujah. That's already changed your mind right there. Hello, somebody. Here it is. Verse 9. Check me out. For this is like the waters of Noah to me, for I have sworn that the waters of Noah will no longer cover the earth. So I have sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. What is God saying here? Man, I just finished telling you guys that God will forever and always look upon you with a smile on his face. And the Bible says, just like as he promised, for the waters of Noah to me, for I have, for I have sworn. What does that mean? The Noahic covenant the covenant that God made with Noah after he flooded the earth after he destroyed it with the floods and with water he said I will never do that again I will not pour my wrath the same way as I did in the times of Noah so that is an everlasting eternal promise how do I know that anybody's ever seen a rainbow after it rains Hello, and especially in these past couple of months, what is up with the weather in Chicago? It should be summer outside. We should be having this church outside, but it's about to rain. It was raining today. I'm like, what in the world? So if you guys are lucky enough, you guys can see a rainbow. Why? Because it is God's promise to us that he will not have wrath as he did in Noah's days. God keeps his promises, and he says that, listen, I'm going to be like this forever. He says, I will always smile upon you, says the Lord, your Redeemer, Jesus Christ. It's redemptive prophecy. It's what's available to the redeemed. Anybody in this place redeemed because of Jesus Christ? Not because you come to church often or more than this person or you look better, you dress better, you sing better, or you get on your knees faster when the first song is on. None of that. Because of Jesus Christ. You see, the children of Israel were not redeemed. But we're redeemed because of Jesus when he came to the cross. He fulfilled that prophecy. So now we can come boldly before God and say, hey, not because of what I've done. Because I royally messed it up. But because of Jesus. But Jesus. I love that. Man, so many of the times we mess things up. And some of the things and the way we feel is not because of God, but because of our own propensity to sin and, and our own flesh and temptation. It's just like, well, I'm in the flesh, so I might as well sin. And we get this impression that's meant, it's never going to get good. Like, I'm going to be in this place where, like, I'm going to feel good for a second, then I'm going to go back, and then it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible. Jesus went to the cross. How about this, verse 10, if you're still there? For the mountains shall depart. And the hills will be removed, but my kindness, hello, but my kindness shall not depart from you, and the hills be removed. Nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. What is that saying? That even when the mountains crumble, his promises to you remain. I love that. That his promises remain, even though everything else around me is falling apart. You know, as I was studying this, there, there came another passage to my mind. And if you guys haven't read your Bible, it's, it's a good book to read. God does speak. He does use it. Hello. If anybody wants to say, man, I want to talk to God, man, get in your word. Do me the favor. Open up your Bibles to Numbers. Numbers 6. All right. Some of y'all don't even go in your Old Testament. 
Some of y'all opened up the Bibles, got dust off the spider web, the dust. Like, there's a book in the Bible named Numbers. Yes, it's very in the beginning. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Hello, somebody. Yes, it's called Numbers. Man, this is, this is so awesome, and I love how this paints the picture of God because he does not change. Hello. He does not change. And I'll just give you the backdrop of what's happening here in this passage. Okay. God has summoned, has commissioned Noah. All right. I'm sorry. He's commissioned Moses. Okay. He's commissioned Moses to gather some pastors around. All right. And what they're going to do, they're going to have a celebration. And God says, listen, I want you to gather these pastors and I want you to speak this over the people. Listen, he's like, man, this is very important, Noah. Gather the pastors around you and get ready. We're going to speak to the people. And he says this, Numbers 6, 23 to 26. It says, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the way you shall be blessed. This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, what does he say? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his, make his face Shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up, lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the Lord shine his face upon you. Man, God's face, what does it mean? It means approval. Anybody ever struggle in your life whether or not God is approving of you, if God loves you? That is the biggest thing we will sometimes almost always deal with. But if you can get this in your heart, you will probably never have an issue with this ever again. Man, he loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. I don't know. I don't know. And probably one of the biggest things, one of the biggest reasons that youth leave and say, man, this can't be happening and leave the church is because they doubt if God loves them enough, if he still loves them. Man, you know, it plays out in different ways. We look at our families like, man, that's not, man, God, I gave my life to you when I had this presupposed idea. Like everything around me will get better, but this hasn't got better, so you must not love me. I must be doing something wrong. Oh, man, you know what, God, I, you know, I've been praying a lot more, and, and I keep on struggling with this thing. Like, I have these thoughts about myself that I can't shake, and, and it always seems to be there. And, God, I'm praying, and, and I'm reading your word, but it hasn't happened. You must not love me. You must not care. You must not be with me. And we think like that. And sometimes we're too embarrassed to even say, man, that's, that's me. But instead, you know what, we'll just hang our head down and, and I'll try to do better. As if your own work saved you. As if your own efforts could have cleansed you from your own sin. Somebody say, but Jesus. I'm telling you, only Jesus. He said, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Cause his face means to smile with approval. I love this. In the passage right there, it mentions it two times. And whenever God wants to reiterate something so that you don't miss it, sometimes you read the Bible, it's just like, wait, didn't, didn't it say that? It's repeating itself. Like, is it, is it broke? Did someone got this messed up? No, because God is trying to get your attention. Like, hey, listen, you know what? This is such a small little line. It's such a small little blessing. But Moses, say it twice. Make sure they hear it twice. Cause his face and shine upon you. You know what that means? You know, when you look it up, we know what it means? It means to smile with approval. 
It means like he's smiling and he's looking at you and he's approving of you. Whoa. That's God? That's God in heaven right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Adam? I don't, I don't fully trust that. I don't fully know because you know what? What about sin? Hello? You know, God can't smile at sin. And that's absolutely true. If you're saying to yourself in this place, like, man, you know what? God doesn't bat an eye towards sin. God has to deal with sin. God hates sin. You're 100% correct. As a matter of fact, God hates sin so much that he crushed his son, Jesus. Jesus was naked. He was beaten. He was hung on a pole for our sins. God hates sin so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die. And there he was, our Lord and Savior. You know, the Bible says this, when Jesus is dying, one of the most climatic scriptures in all the scriptures in the New Testament is when Jesus is on the cross. And some of you guys may remember this, some of you guys may not. I'm just going to say it anyways. Do you remember what Jesus said when he was on the cross? He said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. He said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What happened? God the Father turned his face from Jesus. God the Father turned his face from his son, the one who was, they've always shared love in all eternity, turned his face. Jesus took our sin upon a cross. I'm telling you, God hates sin. God does not laugh at sin. God deals with sin through Jesus Christ. Man, and now because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, the Bible says that if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are hidden in him so that when God the Father looks at you, he sees his son Jesus. And let me ask you a question. When has God ever been mad at Jesus? Never. Never. Every time the Bible talks about, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. So that when he sees you, he sees his son Jesus, and he's always smiling upon you. And it's all beginning to make sense. That's why the Bible says, though the righteous man falls, he gets back up. Because righteousness isn't earned. You can't earn it. You can't gain it. You can't work for it. It's imputed on you through faith in Jesus Christ. You don't earn grace. You don't earn forgiveness. You don't earn righteousness. You can't be righteous before God. But because of Jesus. Hello? Man, what is Jesus' face towards you? He smiles on you. He smiles on you. I love this. 1 John 4.17. It says it like this. I thought I had it, but I don't. As a matter of fact, let's everybody open up your Bibles there. 1 John 4.17. I want you guys to get this. When you're there, say I'm there. You gotta wait for the preacher to get there. First John 4, 17. It says it like this. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. I'll read that again. Love has been perfected among us. So that in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. 
What does that mean? As pleasing as Jesus is, so are we. We have been justified by grace through faith. All my past, present, and future sins are forgiven. So that even in a moment of weakness, even in a moment of trial, even in a moment of shortcoming, there is a permanent smile over my life forever. Man, you messed up. Dang, he must hate me. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's smiling over you. He's smiling over you. And I wish that we can get this in our heart in closing. If Layla can come up to the keys for me, please. Because that's what Pentecostals do. They play a little music, get a little spiritual. Come on now, hallelujah. If y'all can do me the favor and stand to your feet for me, please. See, I don't think we have an issue of a, a Jesus problem. I think we have an issue in understanding his face towards us. And we need to understand how he is towards us. Man, and if in a moment of, si- in a moment of honesty, if we were to ask ourselves the, the question, man, how are, do you feel towards God? Some of us are super awkward with God because sometimes the only time we pray is on a Friday night when the pastor has us and makes us pray. And it's just like, oh, he probably knows I'm being fake right now. God, I love you. God, I love you. And it comes with a position of not knowing. Like, man, he's smiling over you. He loves you. Man, but you don't understand, man. I, I, I've been in church like five times. I've done 101 six times and failed every time. And, and man, I, I've done this. I hang out with these people, and they're not coming to church, and they're not saved, and everybody knows that they don't like me. And, and he's smiling over you. Because when he sees you, he sees his son Jesus. Come on, anybody struggling with things in their life? Man, look to Jesus. And don't look to yourself in your own efforts. You couldn't do it on your own. You couldn't do it on your own strength. In closing, would you close your eyes? As we close and, and we pray, I want you right now to, to ask yourself the question, like, man, do you feel like the outsider always looking in do you feel like the failed child the failed daughter the failed son man do you feel like man this isn't getting anywhere or maybe in your walk with christ you've had some shortcomings even with friends with leaders with god himself with family man how would you live how would you lead how would you do marriage how would you serve if you knew jesus was smiling upon you How would that change your life? How would it change the way you pray? How would it change the way you come to church and the way you say, man, God, I want you to do some things? I mean, if we don't have any music, you can just play some music on the iPod for me, please. Whichever is faster. In closing, I want you guys to pour out your heart with God right now. I said, man, God, Lord, this is where it's at. God, I'm honest. Man, it hasn't been so good. Man, God, I have a lot of shortcomings in my relationships with people. Man, God, in my relationship with you, I've been failing, and and I've been doing good. And God, I just don't know if things will be the same. Like when you first saved me, and, and I felt the goosebumps. God, I, I want that in my entire life. I wanted to live for you, but it just feels so weird. I feel out of place. I feel like an outcast, and... And God in heaven, Jesus Christ, is smiling 
down upon you. Come on now. In our hearts, Father, I just pray right now for every person here, Lord. And come on, if you can get this in your heart, man, I tell you it's going to change your life. Because some of you guys are going through some things right now. Right now. All eyes closed in this place. There is no one greater Christian than the other. We're all saved by grace through faith. Man, let's be honest. What's it like in your relationship with your parents? Let's start there. Hello. Man, God, I'm quick to get angry and I can't. That's horrible. Or, man, how about, what's your relationship like with Jesus? Well, I'm not as radical as I used to be, and I'm just being normal, and I guess he's okay with that. Man, man right now, right now, let's just, let's just focus in on God. He's looking down upon us right now, and he's smiling over us. Come on, Father, I just pray that in this time, Lord, that you would draw us closer. It's what we want. Come on, what's, what's going to change us isn't, isn't more karaoke songs. It, it isn't more of the dancing and the and spontaneous worship. It's, it's your presence, God. And knowing that you are smiling down upon us. Here's what I want to do. With all eyes closed in this place. Here, here it is. Moment of honesty. It's now. If you're saying in your life, like, man, I never knew that. I mean, that's, that's, that's changing how I'm seeing God, and maybe you've come to church, you've done the routine, like you know what we're going to say right now, like you've been church, you've been discipled, and you're really saying like, man, it sucks because that's, I think that's how God is towards me, and it's not. Maybe you're a Christian, and you love Jesus, but you do have an addiction in your life, whether it's lust, pride, the kind of pride that's self-abasement, saying I'm never good, no one ever loves me. Jealousy, rage, anger, perversion, whatever is in your heart. Like, man, I can't shake it. And he's upset at me. Listen, God, Jesus is smiling upon you. If you're saying, man, I want to draw closer to Jesus, knowing that he's smiling upon me, would you do me the kind favor? And would you lift your hand so that we know who we're praying for? He's saying, man, I want to draw closer to Jesus. Now that I know that he's smiling upon me, now that I know that he loves me, come on, just with an attitude of prayer, just lift your hands if you're saying, man, that is me tonight. That's what I want. Amen. Hands going up. Amen. Amen. When you can put them up and put them back down. Amen. Amen. Hands going up. Father, we don't want to fabricate anything in this place. We don't want to make believe that something is happening. God, we know that you are wanting a, a heart to heart. And God, we pray. That this time, God, you speak to our hearts. Speak to our hearts. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray a prayer of dismissal. But if you raise your hand, I'm going to challenge you to come up to the front. And that may be like your hundredth time doing that. Coming up to the front and praying and seeking God. But come on, can you be as crazy with me and believe that, man, this time God's going to put it in your heart, that he loves you, that your past, present, and future sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and let that shake you, and let that shoot you into the future that you have with Jesus. Come on, we're going to pray. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, by your grace, God, by your kindness, by your forgiveness, that's how we're justified, it's how we're redeemed. 
God, I pray in this place for hearts that are hungry, God. I pray, Lord, that you would fill them tonight. Every heart that desires to draw just a little closer, God, that you would bring them closer, that you would wake up their heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Here it is. Come on, if you raise your hand and you wanted to draw closer to Jesus, this altar is open for you. And I'm just going to have some of my leaders come behind you and pray. So just come on up. And if you're in your seats, just keep on praying. Come on, we're in no rush. Jesus. have some of my leaders come behind you and just begin to pray. Come on. We want to see your face, God. We want to see your face. Jesus, help us to see
anybody in here that this world will be specific to? Many of us, we cannot begin to picture Jesus or the Father smiling upon us. Because many of the times when we think about that, we think in terms of our family and our parents, those who are closest to us. As we said before, there's no pain like family pain. And, and sometimes it's hard for us to break through that barrier. And just pray for those people in this place. We're taking the time because it just seems like everyone is going through something like that. And there's no shame in that. God, I pray for every heart and every person in this place, God. That comes from a broken home where mom and dad are fighting. Mom and dad are divorced, separated. And they can't feel the love. They can't see the joy. They may not have had a parent or someone who has shown them the joy complex and understanding what it means to be happy. But Jesus, when you died on a cross, you took up every pain that we can ever experience in this life, even family pain. And God, I pray for the hearts that have been let down. I pray for the hearts that I felt rejection. I pray for the hearts that feel it may never get better. And Father, I pray that the love of Jesus would come and flood their hearts. That Father, it wouldn't be mere words, but Father, they can feel it. Father, I, I pray, Lord, that you begin to awake and stir their hearts. Come on, I, I just feel this right now. If, if that is you, Come on, this is, this is a way that God begins to heal our hearts. And the, the process of healing is found in Jesus Christ, but also we have a part to play in it. Come on, if there has been any hurt or bitterness towards family, towards your parents, come on, I want you right now in your heart to forgive them. Come on. Come on. I tell you right now, the bitterness, it's not good for you. It has no place in a believer's heart, but it's the opposite. It's like a cancer. And when you begin to trade your bitterness for the love of God, God himself begins to flood your heart with a greater love than you would have ever received from any person, any man, any woman. When Jesus comes into your heart, you are restored, you are made new, you come alive. And so we pray for every heart in this place that may be affected by that God. And we believe for greater things. 
to come. Come on, if that's you, just place your hand over your heart right now. Ain't no shame. Come on, place your hand over your heart. Come on, Lord, we just pray. The Lord, you let your love flow in our hearts right now in Jesus' name. God, it's, it hurts, but we know there's a greater love. There's a greater love for us. We want to receive it. Come on, if you just want to receive God's love, and that was just talking for you, just come on and just say, I receive it. Just begin to let it come from your mouth. I receive it. Come on, as the music plays, we're going to close out in prayer. But we're not in a rush. Come on, every heart in this place. God, we receive more of your love. We receive it in Jesus' name. just grab somebody in about 30 seconds just grab them and just pray with them and just pray that they would be encouraged and always remember that God is smiling upon them 
take turns, 30 seconds each, and just pray with them as, as we prepare to leave tonight. We may leave the building, but we do not leave His presence, His Spirit. So come on. Take the next minute, 30 seconds for each person. Go ahead and pray for them and bless them before we head out. forget the countenance of your face upon them. Come on, 30 more seconds. finishing praying, go ahead and wrap it up. I'm just going to pray a general prayer of dismissal, and we're going to fellowship tonight. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Jesus, because without Jesus, this all would be impossible. And God, we come before you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your goodness, your essence. It's who you are. Thank you, God. God, we come before you boldly, not ashamed, not hiding our face or, or not thinking about our past. God, you cut that off from us. And God, we come before you and, and we honor you. We bless your name and we thank you for the love you so freely lavish upon us. God, we pray that every mind here, God, will leave this place transformed, that their lives, God, will bear the fruit of someone who's madly, passionately in love with Jesus. God, we pray that as we go back to our families, we go back to our schools, back to our communities, that, Father, you would change the world around us. Father, start with us. God, have your way in our hearts and our lives. In everything that we do, we give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and say amen and give the Lord a hand clap of praise if he's good to you. Amen, 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 amen. Do me the kind favor. This tradition we have here at Elevate. Why don't you give someone one hug and give another person one hug. Making it easy for you guys tonight. Amen. Why don't you fellowship and love on each other. If you're still praying, please, there's no rush.
Your backpack, and, and this is what I told him. 